Through the dense, evergreen boughs, I could see just his feet coming up the trail. He stopped and bugled yet again. And then everything went sideways. Wish or whim, this bull too had decided to turn the dial on me. And the carefully stacked scenario that I had built came crashing down like a leaning six-foot Jenga tower. Beyond his knees to his feet, I never saw any more of the bull. Like trying to hold steam in a boiling pot, I struggled to contain my fury. I wanted to throw my boat over the cliff below me and stomp home. Eventually, I talked myself off of that cliff and settled my bow in its teetering existence into a shady spot under a tree to calm down and regroup. This setup location was epic after all. And despite the fact that the past encounter had blown up, I realized that I was still in a situation thick with opportunity. I mean, this knobbed saddle was juicy. A proven route for elk and an artery of canyon passage. And with a bunch of fresh elk sign and more importantly the scent on the ground all around me, there was no reason to move, continue up the canyon, or wander off. In a way, the setting before me now offered even more potential with this previous jinx behind me. I made some adjustments to my setup location and resumed blowing on the bullhorn. Birds chirped and fluttered about in the trees overhead as I tuned my diaphragm calls and resume this charade of a vocal herd of elk bantering among themselves. Just calling elk and practicing sounds is really fun. And I enjoy the satisfaction of pushing powerful calls out the end of my grunt tube and listen to them bounce off the opposite canyon walls. I bowled a few rocks down the hill and broke some branches to keep all my sounds in line with a carefree herd of elk just mucking about. From my right once again, I thought I heard a tempo of hoofbeats in the distance. So I squeezed a slender, high-pitched meow into the palm of my hand and blew it like a kiss over my left shoulder. A response echoed back. A harbinger of fortune, I wondered. This new bugle boomed through the canyon, sounding even more impressive than that of the previous bull. 
especially given my new position under the clifftop bluff this time. I held my post like a statue as another herd of elk passed not 20 yards from me, like following rank, cows, calves, and a few small bulls had strolled past me. The herd bull's bugle sounded like a red stag roar before he rounded the cliff-faced section of trail, where my shooting lay, my trembling fortitude, and I waited. Everything happened so fast and so textbook. The wind failed to swirl, and the mature bull trailed his herd like a caboose right past me. I was able to draw my bow without him noticing. He entered my shooting lane, and I meowed an invitation to pause. He stopped and immediately whirled 180 degrees, thinking the unexpected sound had come from behind him. He was quartering away now sharply, but still inside my shooting window, well inside of 30 yards. I put my pins right where I wanted them, and I let the carbon fly. My arrow sunk into the bull exactly where I was aiming. He bolted. I called again and slowed him to a walk. He put his head down and slowly continued through the mixed timber while I pulled out my camera from its waist pocket and rolled this tape. I just shot a nice six. I just shot a nice six boy. I'd landed my arrow right where I wanted it, leaving little to be desired from the shot. I expected the bull to tip over dead now with every step. He didn't go down right away. Watched him since the trees here.
I took my time, giving the bull another hour after my last glimpse of him before I advanced down his trail. I inspected every cloven track from the hit to where he had vanished, even though I'd already watched and filmed him covering that ground. Each step was an opportunity for clues and a buildup to the grand crescendo waiting for me at the end of this trail. This was arguably my best shot ever on an elk, and a really nice bull to top that. A herd bull, hell yeah! Calling in and shooting a herd bull is the ultimate achievement for the archery elk hunter. It was something I'd actually accomplished twice before, but both times was robbed in gut-wrenching fashion as the blood trails of two enormous bulls left me devastated and alone in the mountains trying to understand how my shots had failed them or how I had failed the shots. But this scenario was different. I had clear evidence that my hit was arguably perfect and I basked in the confidence of that, a luxury I'd never enjoyed like this before. The feeling was solo hunter euphoria. All the same, I was careful not to get too carried away and followed each step with the caution and attention to detail given to any blood trail, certain or questionable as it may be. With arrow knocked, I eventually passed beyond where I'd last seen the bull. Likely bedding areas were just ahead and I was expecting to see antler or hair around every tree. Admittedly, blood on the ground to this point had been disappointing, but I did not let that spoil my anticipation. 50, maybe a hundred or so yards later, I stood on the steep slope of this huge glacial carved canyon. Looking to the north, a wadded horizon of Idaho peaks sat motionless. My feet shuffled on the steep, unsettled scree rock that, when disturbed, broadcast something of a chalky sound, like heavy dinner plates grinding in a dusty pile. A drop of sweat ran off the corner of my eyebrow and managed to sneak into the crease of my squinting eye before I could wipe it dry with my glove. And it burned. <laughs> 